This is Corey Jones from Safety Man Consulting, safetyman.co. We keep everything ready for you to protect yourself and your loved ones. This podcast with Andrew Tollender, who is the lead patient care coordinator from Hormone Health and Wellness in West Palm Beach, Florida. The goal of this podcast is to supercharge your supplement search for your summer body. We want to get you there quick and safely. When you call or contact them, mention Safety Man Consulting for a 5% discount on your first order. Safety Man Consulting will get you a 5% discount on your first order. In this episode, we're going to talk about male and female and what we need to do to get our summer bodies locked on. Hormone Health and Wellness of West Palm Beaches patient care coordinator, Andrew Tollender, and I'm your host, Corey, safetyman.co. Stay safe and stay ready. All right, Andrew. So we got a lot of good stuff to talk about today. So I'm really excited, not only for me to learn, but for my viewers and listeners on YouTube and on the podcast to learn for a safety man podcast. You know, as you can see in my shirt, I'm big into survival and survival tactics. And the three things that I always teach my clients are safety, security, and survival. And part of that is being physically fit, physically healthy, and able to withstand the rigors of training or traumatic medical emergency or traumatic, you know, attack or something like that. And I know from your history and your background, you can definitely help people attain that level of physical fitness in in a a couple of different ways. So what I want to do is just kind of find out just who you are, Andrew, like how you got to where you are now, like, you know, your your upbringing and, and, and how you got to where you are right now. Okay. Yeah, well, I grew up in South Florida, um, you know, right by the beach, which is, you know, very much, I guess, um, people care about their fitness down here. You know, that's one of the first things that kind of got me started. But um, I went to the University of Florida, uh, graduated, got my PA there, um, and started in the industry itself. Um, Back when I was about 32, I would say, when I was doing, I was doing CrossFit for quite a few years, uh, from okay. about 28 until about 33, I'd say that range. I was doing CrossFit really hard every day, all the time, working out constantly, eating right, and you know not progressing in the way that I expected to. Okay. And um, you know didn't really know why, couldn't really put my finger on it. You know, just figured I wasn't working hard enough. Um, so one of my buddies at that time asked me if I had ever had my hormone levels checked, you know, and I told my response was instantly like, I'm only 31. I mean, why would I need to get my levels checked? And right. They like, should I'm be just, good to go. Yeah, it should be good. And he said, well, you know, I got mine checked and I was pretty low and I had no idea. So I made an appointment. I went and got my testosterone levels checked, um, along with a lot of other panels and my uh, total testosterone came back at 115 wow. at 31 which is uh, still even being in this industry as long as I have, I've had maybe two people come in with lower numbers than that. And that's that's the truth, like count them on one hand. And once I saw that number, everything kind of clicked for me. Like, okay, that's why I'm not building muscle. That's why I'm not feeling as good as I should. Uh, so I got on therapy and uh, started doing it, you know, probably for about 
six to, to nine months before I made a conscious decision saying to myself, this is what I want to do for a living. And, um, you know, then the rest is history. I mean, I started putting on the weight, you know, everything kind of clicked, mental clarity, um, you know, was sick less, you know, very, you know, worked boost the immune system, um, started taking care of myself diet wise, much more seriously. And, um, you know, eventually got a job at a local clinic as a patient care coordinator and started helping other people. Okay. And, you know, it's been that way now for, you know, coming up on nine years. Wow. All right, well, mm -hmm. That's an interesting story. Are you still doing a CrossFit or did you change the, the way you're lifting? It's a good question, actually. Um, <laughs> the reason that I stopped doing CrossFit was um, uh, we were doing a strongman competition training at one point yeah. and getting ready for, you know, a, a local competition. And I was lifting some Atlas stones. If you know what those are, they're giant concrete boulders that you yeah. lift and put on a pedestal. Yeah. Uh, and I started at 80 pounds and got up to about 220. Wow. And when I lifted the 220 pound Atlas stone, I shifted my grip and lifted the entire weight of it with my left forearm. Uh -huh. And just lifting it from the ground to my chest, I snapped my forearm in half. Oh. Yeah, so both, both that, ones just both right there. Actually, luckily, just one, just the okay. ulna. Okay. So, but still, it was just kind of like flopping around, you okay. know. And uh, I went, I did the surgery, had everything repaired, and I felt good. And I did CrossFit again, you know, for about four or five months, and I just didn't, you know, have it in me anymore. You know, I just kind of mentally, kind of like, you were like, ah. not so much mentally, just what's the point the risk versus reward you know I'm, I'm not gonna do it competitively and you know I'm just beating up my body really hard so I started doing uh, focus weights more often and you know low impact cardio things like that okay you know I got I got old just, just be yeah. honest <laughs> yeah my wife will love to hear that part because she she works for a company where they do that where they do that all the different types of training with rowing with uh, mm -hmm. cardio with floor with trx and things like that and she's yeah. that's what she's really motivating me me to do because i'm yeah. a, i'm that you know old school i'm 51 so i'm that old school pick things up and put them down you yeah pick I mean? them up and put them down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know three sets of yes. eight move on to the next body part three sets of eight yeah. move on to the next exercise uh, mm -hmm. so i wanted to go back you said that when you when you got those hormone levels checked and yes. you came back that low mm -hmm. and then you said you, you've encountered some other people with, with numbers that low what are some of the things that people should look for that may okay. cause them to want to go get their hormone levels checked yeah i mean the number one is lack of energy you know if you feel tired when you don't think you should you know like if you're just sluggish all the time um if you are kind of foggy in the brain you know things just don't seem to be clicking like you'll have off days and on days things like that um and also if you know in my case you know working out extremely hard and not putting on muscle mm -hmm. you know plain and simple i was not building muscle you know i just didn't have the energy and i was really sore all the time you know those are those are big key factors and also another one is you know lack of uh, sexual interest lack mm -hmm. of libido mm -hmm. um that's a, that's a big factor um okay. you know for for me at that time that wasn't one of them that, right. that i can remember but you know that is another that's that's one of the biggest uh, right. reports that i get that's probably going to be the one that is going to really cause a guy to want to go get mm -hmm. something looked at right when, when yes he's below thir below 40 and he's starting to lose that libido and everything mm -hmm. attached to that that's probably going to be the big indicator where somebody's yep. going to want to go get looked looked at right mm -hmm. yeah yeah 
That's the number one, because a lot of people, you know, generally don't exercise all the time, you know, so they wouldn't notice the lack of muscle gain, um, right. you know, uh, building up of fat, you know, that's a big one too, because the metabolism slows down drastically when the testosterone lowers. Right, right. Uh, how does it mm -hmm. affect sleep? Because sleep is one of the issues that I've always dealt with. I'm working shift work yeah. for 25 years in law enforcement, you know, mm -hmm. sleep, my circadian rhythm was just, you know, obviously it was never, never on track. So sleep was really yeah. a big one. Yeah, well, I mean, testosterone itself uh, being low wouldn't really impact your sleep. Um, it's the other way around. It's kind of like the lack of sleep and the poor sleep, the quality of sleep affects the production of the testosterone. Okay. You know, like you could say if you have more testosterone, then you have more energy throughout the day, you're burning more calories, therefore you're probably going to want to just, your body's going to want to pass out at night and you're going right. to sleep heavier. So that part is true, but generally it's more the other way around. You know, okay, the so lack of sleep causes low testosterone. Okay. So and I, low IGF, which is another one we can get into later. All right. No, well, you, you brought that up. <laughs> I believe that's the insulin growth factor. Yep. Insulin growth factor. All right. yep. well, that's, that's another three letter word that people throw around. A lot of people yeah. don't really know exactly what that is and how that applies. Yeah. So the IGF one, there's, um, I believe there's five or six different IGFs, insulin-like mm -hmm. growth factors that you can test for. Mm -hmm. And the IGF one is the best test that we have available that can show us uh, two things. One, how much human growth hormone your body is actually producing and also how well you're using it. Right. You know, so the, uh, it's pretty simple. The lower the number, the worse you are, the higher number, the better you are. And generally you want that number to be, you know, as, you know, if we're talking about a male between 40 and 50, you know, you want that to be 225, 250. You want, you want that kind of a number. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So I, I started noticing some, some issues just as far as the, most of the things you said, the lack of energy, lack of gains in the gym, lack of, or, or, or decreased ability to burn fat and retaining fat. So I went in and got my numbers checked, uh, with a, a company up here with Virtua and my, my testosterone came in right around the same number yours was right in the low. Okay. And my yep. physician, she said, Corey, you have the lowest testosterone anyone's ever presented to me. <laughs> so she, she immediately prescribed me yeah. TRT, the, uh, yeah. the pellets, uh, with it's called exuberant, the pellets that mm -hmm. they inject into the fatty tissue of the glutes. And yep. then they, uh, uh, you know, go over time over a period of about six months. So she got yeah. me from that 100 to about a thousand she said so i just okay. turned into an 18 year old boy corey basically yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and again, to man. touch on that those, those aren't those aren't the words you want to hear from your doctor <laughs> exactly. these are the lowest numbers i have ever seen yeah yeah exactly yeah, that's not fun yeah. yeah and what i blamed it on and which and what she kind of agreed was you know stress from the job mm -hmm. terrible sleep because for and yeah. sleep apnea so i have sleep apnea as well so Okay. Even when I did get to sleep, what she was saying was that the, my body wasn't getting the enough oxygen. So my hemoglobin levels were, were all messed up and, 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 a, and a bunch of different things. So it was like that self-perpetuating cycle, kind of yep. like you said. So I wasn't sleeping, so I wasn't producing testosterone, didn't have yep. the testosterone, so I didn't have the energy to work out. So yep. it wasn't burning enough calories, so I was build, building the fat and, and everything. You yeah. know? And she kind of really helped me turn that around. So. You know, I, I want you to continue. So we talked about the IGF. We talked about some of the the signs that that guys. And do you do uh, treat women also with your clinic? Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, let's yes, talk we about that a little bit. 
Okay. Um, I mean, women, obviously, they're a little bit different. Uh, there are quite a few more markers that you want to look for when treating women. Um, one of the, the biggest ones is uh, progesterone. Uh, as estrogen, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, testosterone is, you know, despite what people think, you know, testosterone is a big factor in, you know, a lot of issues that women have as they get older, you know, because just like men, testosterone starts to drop. You know, and right. Women need testosterone just like men need, you know, estrogen. Everything okay. has to be in balance in a ratio. Okay. Um, and if something's out of whack, then, you know, that's where you go in and fix it. Um, a lot of times when we do panels on women and females, uh, they require a lot more testing. So the, the blood tests that we do are much more extensive. Okay. You know, I hate to say it that guys are easier, but you know, they just are, there's, right, there's right. less, you know, women are beautiful and they are complicated and we love them, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> yeah, what do you say? The instruction manual for a woman yeah, is about the size yeah. of LA County white pages. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, but it is possible, you know, and there are some, you know, doctors out there that specialize in balancing that because it's mm -hmm. not easy. You know, there are a lot of right. markers and it takes a lot more time, you know, with, with men, you know, there's basically the, the big three, you know, you have your estrogen, um, your testosterone, and then in some cases the IGF, uh, and, you know, make sure that everything is balanced and, and working and, you know, you move on, get everybody feeling happy. Uh, with women, you know, you can, you know, change the estrogen and that can affect the progesterone. You can affect the pregnenolone, prolactin, all these different things that work together and you have to keep tweaking to kind of get them to that balanced market it takes a little bit more time okay so that's what i like hrt that hormone replacement therapy that women are doing is kind of accomplishing that goal right just mm -hmm. in, a, in a different way i like what i'm hearing from you is that you know you've been stressing so much testing and balancing and monitoring everything yes. that's going on in the patient's uh, body and yes prior to during obviously during a when they're being prescribed things from you mm -hmm. so talk about that so i come in yeah uh, I, I get tested, you determine that there's a deficiency in uh, testosterone and you, you want to help me out. So how's that going to look? Yeah. So the first thing we do, like you said, we do the testing and then go through the numbers, uh, have a consultation, figure out, you know, like why maybe you're having certain symptoms. Mm -hmm. If you're having, you know, uh, issues with energy or libido, mm -hmm. we'll look at the blood levels and see what might be causing that, you know, and address everything individually. And everyone, you know, just to touch on something in the industry that, you know, kind of bothers me a little bit. Um, there are a lot of these clinics out there, you know, and I don't want to name any names, but, you know, they charge just a simple monthly fee and they send everybody the same stuff. Okay. You know, it does not work that way. You can't do it that way because okay. everyone is different. You know, physiologically, biologically, people react to things differently. Um, you have to do follow-up tests. So you start with a baseline, which is that original blood test, and then apply medications based off that original blood test, and then do a follow-up in say, you know, two to three months, see where the levels have gone to and see if you need to make adjustments, maybe take out a medication, add in a medication, change things around. It's a constant process. You know, it's not just like a set it and forget it and, you know, never right. talk to this person again because you know things change and and it continues to change because you can get someone locked in and perfectly balanced and you know then they get older something happens you know the levels change their natural production of something that may have kept one level at a certain level now has dipped down so you have to increase whatever you were doing to keep that level where it was to a little bit more to get it back to that balance mark right yeah you know, so that's like constant blood testing is in my opinion a requirement
that sounds good that, that that's one of the things that makes me feel comfortable is that this mm -hmm. is not a fly-by-night this isn't just me typing in something on the internet and then i get a, a weird package in the mail and start yeah, you know no. ingesting some some chemicals no <laughs> that is not what this is <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that I, I hope that and again that's that's the reason i want to talk to you because i want to i want to mm -hmm. you know educate the public and, and all of my viewers and listeners into how this can potentially help so the goal so talk about the different types of medications that you you would be prescribing now i kind of want to focus more on on, on guys and, mm -hmm. and, and more because you know summer bodies are made in the winter right so mm -hmm. i'm in the process of trying to make my summer body as we speak you know yes. I, I just came mm -hmm. from the gym you know i didn't even shower yet so i still got the same <laughs> on. It's a good i can thing smell we're... you through the phone yeah I, I don't know if zoom is that good <laughs> so, yeah. so tell me about some of the different types of prescriptions that 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 are available yeah so i mean obviously testosterone that's mm -hmm. one of them and you know we would kind of focus on you know what the patient needs what each individual you know person needs there mm -hmm. are medications that can help lose fat uh burn fat change the way that the uh the liver actually processes fat you know there's an injectable that's called lipotropic with mic and what it does is actually changes the way that the liver metabolizes fat. So it's considered a weight loss injectable vitamin, but it doesn't actually cause weight loss. It causes weight uh, or stops weight storage. Okay. If that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that that's one of the really cool ones. And um, there's also, you know, prescribable medications like uh, like an ECA stack, uh, ephedrine, caffeine, and aspirin. Mm -hmm. um, that is, you know, generally done in low bursts, small amounts. And, you know, to help someone who, let's say, is trying to lose a lot of weight, but is really struggling, mm -hmm. um, not only does it help them get on track, but mentally, you know, someone that's in that stage, they kind of need that extra push. Like they're seeing the results, you know, to, to get them into it mentally, right. you know, because right. it's hard, you know, it, it's hard to get from that point to, you know, to where they want to be. So right. if you can give them something that helps them a little bit extra and gives them that extra motivation to say, yes, this is working. I'm going to keep doing this. This is positive and I'm feeling good about myself, you know, then, you know, that's what that would be for. So it's kind of um, like a little bit of placebo effect attached to some of these things as well. To some of these things, yes, because um, specifically, like we were talking about the IGF, um, mm -hmm. that those let's say medications the most of them are peptides mm -hmm. uh, they take time to build up in the system you okay. know so if you get someone to you know take something that works a little bit faster where they're seeing the results and they get kind of like that placebo effect it gives the other stuff that takes longer more time to kick in before they just quote unquote give up you right. know and okay. and then everything starts working and then they really see the results and then then they're very happy. Okay, so it's not going to be like mm -hmm. a smooth. It won't necessarily be a smooth thing. It may be ups and downs. Is that, is yes. that kind of how you would expect a patient to progress? And again, mm -hmm. I'm focusing on the gym, but I mean, a little yeah. bit later, I kind of maybe want to transition to a, 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 somebody who's in their 60s and 70s and still want to okay. maintain as much of an active life, lifestyle as they can. But I, yeah. I, right now, I kind of still wanted to focus on, you know, the gym and get that summer body ready because everybody put mm -hmm. on that COVID-19, right? Even yeah. this summer was, you know, depending on where you lived, you could go out and congregate and some you can't. But I'm hoping yeah. and I think we're going to be pretty good in summer of 22. I, right? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, especially um, you. You yeah. live right next to the beach, right? Yeah, I can see the beach from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but yes, so back to that, uh, there would be some injectable aminos that I would recommend. Uh, there's a combination called Goal, and it's glutamine, ornithine, um, and arnit arginine and lysine. Yeah, okay. that's the one. And those four amino acids mixed with uh, the proteins that you get from food are basically the building blocks for muscle. You know, okay. so if you're if you're taking that daily along with your protein regimen, proper diet, testosterone, um, you're going to build that muscle. You're going to build that body. I mean, it's going to happen. You're giving your body at that point everything that it needs okay. to, you know, to make the muscle. All right. So I'm sure everybody out there who's listening to this or watching this is going to be in the back of their mind. Every time I see a drug or something prescribed on TV, there's that mm -hmm. low voice in the background. If you have this, if you have that the side effects, you're going to do this. Your head yeah. can explode. Your tongue can swell. You can do this. You can yeah. do that. Yeah. So I, my, I, I my favorite on that one is uh -huh. the end of the commercials where they say, do not take, pro you know, like whatever product yeah. X is, if you're allergic to product X, you know, yeah. like, yeah. well, how do you know? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, why even if someone is allergic to something and you have to tell them that they can't can't take it because they're allergic to it. I mean, yeah. Darwinism yeah. kicks in at some point. Yeah, I'm you sorry. wasted your copay at that point. Also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but I do have yeah. to ask, like, what are yes. some of the potential side effects? Okay, so a lot of the potential side effects that are, you know, I'll just say stigmatically attached to this industry are based are branched from the bodybuilding community. You know, the guys who take these medications and abuse them and take them in dosages that are insanely high that no normal human being would take, okay. you know, and, and then they get into issues with thickening of the blood, cardiovascular problems, um, issues with insulin production, you know, they can cause themselves to become diabetics. Okay. Um, you can cause your pituitary gland to shut down, um, things like that, you know, and complete testicular atrophy. You know, that's one of the ones that is a, a big problem, you know, okay. and that comes from, you know, people abusing the medications and taking them the wrong way, not taking them medically, not monitoring themselves and, you know, not doing the blood work and the due diligence to be safe. Mm -hmm. So they just want to get huge so they can get on stage and, and just and just look out of control massive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in the last year or two, uh, there's been like 10 to 20 different top bodybuilders that have passed away, you know, young guys, too. Right, right. So, and you would think and, they would be the picture of health. Anybody sitting in the audience, look at them and say, wow, that person must eat awesomely, no. work out, sleep, cardio, do all the right things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're we're taking chemicals, putting them yep. in our body and not monitoring what they're doing and how they're changing our body. Exactly. Or they think they are and they're just doing it all wrong. Right, right. That, that's a big issue, too. So uh, any other uh, like general side effects, like maybe something that's not if I'm doing it according to program, Mm -hmm. and I'm having everything monitored and my levels are the same. Are there any potential side effects or, or things that I need to look out for that I should bring to your attention? Yeah, there's a couple small ones. Uh, some people do experience slightly increased blood pressure. Okay. Um, there are certain medications like, um, we'll just say like Oxandrolone, for instance, mm -hmm. that is uh, slightly harsh on the liver. Mm -hmm. So you want to look for liver enzymes prior to prescribing, prior to issuing that medication, and also during and after, you know, to make sure that the liver is okay. okay. Um, and that's one you know, type of medication that you don't want to take year round. You know, that's uh, you know, not a good thing. You know, but I always reference, you know, the moderation part, you know, like, and I think I've actually said this to you, mm -hmm. you know, Tylenol is a widely accepted medication, you know, right. it's considered very safe. Right. But, you know, if you take an entire bottle of Tylenol, you know, like, what do you think is going to happen? Right. You know, 
the headache's Nothing going to go, but you're going to have a lot of other problems. <laughs> you're going to have a lot of other problems, yeah. yes. And that, that kind of falls in line with what I was saying previously about the abusing of the, the medications and the amounts and things like that. You know, everything in moderation is fine. You know, you will have some people that are, you know, really sensitive to certain things, and, and those are rare occurrences. Uh, sometimes I see uh, people that have unknown food allergies that are allergic to the, uh, the oil that the medications are suspended in because okay. we use uh, sesame seed oil, grape seed oil, cotton seed oil, uh, and you can have someone who injects with, say, sesame seed oil. Didn't know they were allergic to sesame seeds, you know, that just kind of like explodes in, you know, an allergic reaction wherever the injection site is. And, you know, they instantly think, is that an infection? You know, what is this? Right. Is this a, a bad medication? And, you know, generally it's a food allergy, as simple well, I, as that. I can guarantee I'm not allergic to sesame seeds. And because all the McDonald's that I eat, I would yeah. I would have probably figured that out by now. The, you know? the Big Macs and the quarter pounders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I figure a quarter pound is going to give me a quarter pound of muscle, but apparently yeah. it doesn't work that way. I I, so. I don't eat that, by the way. I never. I, I, no. Obviously, obviously. No. no. <laughs> You're a Chick Fil A guy, right? Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. <laughs> I love Chick. So you you, yeah. you brought up something. There's a, a bodybuilder from probably 30, 40 years ago, and I I, I don't want to say his name because I'm probably got the wrong guy. But mm -hmm. his one famous quote was, he said, my first cycle of steroids landed, lasted me 10 years and in prison. Because oh, wow. He, he was, he was, he started doing it because he wanted to bench, you know, we all, we're all guys, we bench press 135, 185, 225, yeah. 315, right? Mm -hmm. We know the, the big numbers, right? Yeah. With the, yeah. With the plate. You can just look at it on, on, and yeah. see how many plates. He said, I just wanted to get to 225, you know? Then he said, yeah. I wanted to get to 315. Yeah. And the next thing you know, in order to afford, what he was using, he had to start mm -hmm. selling it. Yeah. And so there was no monitoring, there was no blood testing and everything like that. And eventually, you know, somebody got popped and then turned him yeah. in and he wound up going to prison for it and yeah. ultimately died. And that's why I like what you're doing and the way you're, you're doing this is you're helping people do this under a medically supervised uh, situation. You know, so yeah. we, we kind of talked about that. Now you mentioned injectables, right? And, mm -hmm. and some oral. So what's the difference in those two methods of, uh, of, of introducing those to the body? And mm -hmm. why? There's actually, there's actually a couple. Um, injections are always going to be the best. I mean, they go straight into the body. They go straight into the bloodstream. There's no digestion process that, you know, needs to happen. Um, mm -hmm. So that one's fairly simple. Uh, the oral capsules, you know, generally you want to only use to, uh, with medications that can withstand the stomach acids and the digestion process. Some of them cannot, you know, like the, some of the peptides that we offer, mm -hmm. uh, you try and put those in a capsule, they basically just fizz out, disappear in the stomach, not even okay. used. Uh, but you can also take those peptide medications and put them in what's called a trochee, which is a sublingual tablet that dissolves you know, under the tongue mm -hmm. and the medication gets absorbed through the skin in the mouth. Okay. And does it again, skips through the digestion process. It just goes right into the bloodstream through the mouth. Um, creams are another big one, uh, very popular with women um, because we can do custom creams and you can mix in you know, up to four different ingredients like estrogen, testosterone, estradiol, progesterone. You put it all in one cream custom for that one person and then um hang on one second i'm getting a call yeah no worries so yeah you're okay. as as you're fixing that you're, you're talking about the yep. different ways that we can uh introduce these 
uh, mm -hmm. into the human body, and we're talking about creams yep. and so forth. Yeah, creams, and then um, another one would be uh, nasal sprays, actually. Okay. A lot of peptides now are being converted into nasal sprays. Um, you know, like Selenc or CMAX, those are two big ones that, um, one of them is, Selenc is kind of like, um, let's see, anti-anxiety, you know, it calms the body, lowers the cortisol. Mm -hmm. uh, CMAX is uh, just about the opposite, and it acts more of like an Adderall, you okay. know, where it stimulates the brain. Um, and that one is, you know, definitely better suited for a nasal spray because it goes straight to the brain. Really? Um, so you can expect yep. those results almost immediately? Yeah, or, almost or effects, immediately. I should say? Yeah, yeah, because it goes right through the blood-brain barrier, right okay. into the brain. Okay. Mm -hmm. that, saying that out loud makes it sound a little more painful than it is, you know, just, yeah. but it's not. Well, I know, there's, there's, yeah. flu nasal, there's flu nasal, and they're yeah. also talking about there's a company that's coming out with a COVID nasal, an anti-COVID nasal spray that you're supposed to be able to spray in your nose because most people are nose breathers. I guess it's not going to work for some of those mouth breathers, but the yeah. nose breathers that is supposed <laughs> to coat the nose and and not only protect against COVID but potentially flu and other things that are that, okay. that are uh, airborne pathogens and, and so forth. Okay. So, so talk about um, the cycling that you were talking about. You said that there are certain <laughs> things that you don't just want to take. January 1st and then take it all the way to December 31st. Like how yeah. does that cycling work? And then, all right, let's say I do this in January. Am I going to lose everything mm -hmm. I gained in January and February and then have to wait till March to put it back on again? Like, how's that going to, how's that going to look? Not necessarily because you're always going to be on testosterone throughout the entire protocol okay. and the testosterone that you're going to be on will be balanced and regimented and, uh, you know, counterbalanced through, uh, two other medications. One would be a medication, uh, that stimulates the FSH and LH production, which keeps the testicles from shutting down or causing that atrophy. Okay. So throughout your entire testosterone protocol, your uh, testicles are safe. You know, they're okay. still going to produce and they're not going to shut down. So if you ever, ever stop, then, you know, you would go back to what your natural level at whatever age you reached when you mm -hmm. stopped would have been. Okay. And then anastrozole uh, or any type of aromatized inhibitor, which slows down the conversion of testosterone into estrogen, mm -hmm. which would keep those levels balanced as well. Uh, that's something that you do throughout the entire year and that will keep you leveled as far as that goes. Uh, then some of the other medications that are a little harsher on the system, you know, like I was mentioning the ECA um, and also Oxandrolone. Um, there's another one like Nandrolone Decanate, which is great for the joints. Like uh, if someone has knee injuries or back injuries, something like that, uh, that medication is phenomenal. Um, but that is also something that can mess with your lipid profile profile if you take it for too long so you don't want to take that one for you know too long you kind of want to do that in a low dose you know for maybe 10 to 20 weeks and, and then have like a cool off period so and, and hopefully within that time you'll have repaired enough you know to get you through we'll just right, say that right. okay yeah mm -hmm. all right and it, so talk again so to, for our viewers if somebody's interested mm -hmm. in this and they, yes. they they meet with you they get their blood levels checked, they get everything checked out and they become a candidate for this. Yep. Okay. And th their their goal is I want to get my summer body. If somebody okay. were to start March 1st, assuming that they work out and they're not like way out of control, we could start yeah. to see some effects by, by May, June. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it really, like you just said, it comes down to the person. 
you know like the medications will do their job but you know if you're taking the medications and sitting on the couch and eating hot dogs and potato chips and watching tv Mm -hmm. that summer body is not going to make itself you know like you got to do the work you know and if you do the work the medications will help you you know extremely well Really? So people will see mm-hmm. those results, providing yes. they did the work. Do you also yes. offer that, like workout tips and, and diet uh, tips and help? Or are you? Um, I mean, if someone asks me, you know, I'll give them pointers, but it's not a service that okay. I do. Um, I can refer them to people who do specifically do that. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's I just I don't really have the time, honestly, <laughs> at this yeah. point, right. you know, dealing with as many patients as we have. Um, yeah, that's just a service that, you know, someone else is better suited to do that. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the methods of administration. Now I got to ask the big question. Okay. Is, it, Go is for this it. legal? Yes, hundred percent. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Because some Everything of the names is of some board. of the, the 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 compounds that you're talking about have have a negative connotation to it as far as legality and so forth. So yes. Yes. That's that people watching. You know, I'm a former <laughs> law enforcement officer, so a lot of people who watch and listen to my podcast are current or former law enforcement officers. That's the one thing they're going to be worried about. Am I going to get jammed mm-hmm. up or in trouble for this? Nope, you won't because they are controlled substances. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, if you were to let's just shift gears and say talk about uh, like painkiller, like an opioid or something like that. You know, if you were prescribed it and you were taking it, then it's not illegal. Right. You know, it, just like these medications. You know, people can get them on the street. They can get them from other countries. They can, however, you know, and and that makes them illegal. They're illegally distributed. Okay. You know, but as far as the medications being controlled. These are prescribed by a doctor. They're made in uh, FDA and DEA approved pharmacies here in the United States mm-hmm. and shipped directly to the patient. So everything is controlled. So I 100%. want you to I want you to echo that again, that, that yes. there's a doctor. Yes. Say that, echo that again, because I think that's really yeah. important. If, if people get nothing else from this, I, I think that was a, a really good, good mm-hmm. sentence that sums everything up about making people even feel more comfortable about it. Yeah. So actually at at the clinic that I work with in particular, we have three levels of Mm -hmm. quality control, if you want to call it that. Uh, There's me, the physician's assistant Mm -hmm. who, you know, does the initial consultation, you know, and then I will put together recommendations that I believe will benefit the patient. Mm -hmm. Then it goes to our lead physician and he looks over everything, looks over the notes, looks over the chart the blood work and then our medical director is the third level mm-hmm. so it has to go through two additional sets of approval before it's actually signed off on and submitted to the pharmacy okay. so trying to you know squeak anything by is just it's, it's not right. going to happen you know right. like it is not going to happen and quite frankly i wouldn't benefit you to try to squeak something no. by because either it you're going to get jammed up legally or you're going to hurt somebody and you're going to get right sued, sued that yes. way right Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, you, and then you said it goes just, to a legitimate pharmacy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a couple different pharmacies that we use, um, you know, and they are all nationwide, you know, large companies that are, okay. you know, inspected every month. You know, they have to shut down their clean rooms to make sure that everything's sterile. I mean, it's a, it's a big production, you know, okay. these pharmacies. Yeah. So everybody listening again, you yeah. do it the right way. Do it, do it the, the right, right way. way. Yes. Yeah, you stay out of jail and stay out of the hospital. I mean, yeah, you I, know, mean I can't be safety man and, and give people advice that's going to potentially hurt them or land them mm-hmm. in jail. I've kind of violated two of my three principles that you see right over. Yeah. My, I can't tell which shoulder that is. but uh. yeah, it's, it's your right. Yeah. yeah okay. I'll, I'll take your word for it, Andrew. Okay. I'll take your word yeah. for it, Andrew. But yeah, back on that, I mean, it's, you know, like I understand the, the monetary, you know, issue that some people might, you know, 
mm-hmm. convince themselves is a real factor in whether they go, you know, quote unquote, underground or through the proper channels. You know, and I, I just have to say, I mean, it's always going to be worth it. You know, you get what you pay for, right. do it the right way, you know, pay a little bit of extra money to know with 100% certainty that you are getting the proper medication from a sterile source that you're, is not going to make you sick, that is not going to cause an infection, mm-hmm. you know, that is, you know, going to keep you safe. Safety, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You say, say my favorite word, safe. There you safe, go. Safe, safe. Uh, what yeah. about athletes, professional athletes? Is this something they can take when they're looking at the VADA or, or different types of uh, performance enhancing drug testing? Is so it- that's a tough one because mm-hmm. it comes down to the sport and it comes down to the regulating bodies of each sport. Okay. You know, and generally a lot of these medications, even if you're prescribed by a doctor, mm-hmm. are not allowed. They're banned substances okay. you know, because they are considered performance enhancing. Whether right. or not you medically need them, you know, it doesn't seem like, you know, the MLB or NFL, although I don't know, NFL might be a little more lax. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they have their own set of rules because right, they're right. privately owned companies, mm-hmm. basically. Right. You know? So that, you know, for athletes, um, I mean, it just comes down to what sport they're in and right. what their banned substance list contains. Okay. So uh, give me some other po- like other positive uh, side like uh, success stories. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about. I know you can't obviously name mm-hmm. names because of HIPAA uh, laws yeah. and so forth. But you know, if, yes. if you wanted to go from like the extreme, somebody who was just, you know, uh, I don't want to say a mess, but somebody who mm-hmm. came to you and they just had no motivation, you know, hadn't really been working out right. Maybe their diet was messed up. And then yeah. t- talk about somebody who's actually probably doing good. And you just gave them that edge that, that okay. really that really got them. Yeah. There's two specific cases that come to mind. And, you know, whenever, uh, you know, trying to say this the right way, um, you know, sometimes I'll get text messages out of the blue or calls or something like that. You know, people just saying, thank you, you know, thank you for changing my life, you know, and, and taking me in a better direction. Like that is one of the biggest motivating factors as to why I do what I do, you know, and that's the genuine truth. Like I love my patients. I love the people I work with and I love seeing the changes. Right. Um, there was one person in particular, and again, I can't name names, but uh, he's been with me now for about three years. And um, he sent me some before pictures when we first got started. And I'm not even kidding you. Um, you know, it was one with the, there was one in particular where he had his shirt off and he was in a backyard, you know, grilling hot dogs and burgers. And like, if he hadn't, been you know two feet away from the grill he would have been cooking his stomach because his wow. belly was so big wow. and yeah and he's just like flipping hot dogs like you can tell he's hunched over and you know drinking a beer just look depressed you know right, right. um about a year later he sent me some follow-up photos and i mean i'm not even kidding like ripped abs you know huge chest probably down to maybe 10 percent body fat wow. I, I had i doubted that it was the same person you know that kind of progress i'm like wait wait you went from that to that i mean and he told me if i ever wanted to that i could use his before and after pictures um you know on website or online or something and you know we we still talk probably once a week you know he actually just had surgery and you know getting ready to do a healing protocol which is something we can talk about you know in another you know segment or yeah or section um definitely i I guarantee there's gonna be a lot of questions that people are gonna have so i I know andrew we're gonna be doing a follow-up I mean, we can do it weekly if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. There's, there is so much out there. We could do yeah. a episode on each medication, you know, each peptide. Okay. 
But uh, um, in reference to that gentleman you were just talking about cooking the hot dog. Yeah. What was his motivation? What What made him go from flipping hot dogs with that with that gut to saying I need to do something? Honestly, mm-hmm. his kids. Okay. One of his kids, his uh, youngest one, I think at the time was four years old, and uh, told him he's like, "Daddy, I don't want you to die." Really? Wow. Yeah, literally. That's and he said that was his, that was his motivation. He's like, "I got to do this. I, I have to be there for my kids." Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's what made him, you know, do it. And I think also kept him working as hard as he did. You know, because yeah. it's not yeah. easy, especially to go from that to that. That is not easy. No, and no. Um, the the other success story is um, a woman who's been with me for about the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's 67 now, and uh, when she started with me, you know, she was she's been a, a labor worker. I can say that uh, mm-hmm. her whole life. She owns her own company, very successful, um, but is outside outdoors doing grunt labor all the time. Right. And okay. her body was just you know falling apart, and she needed help, and you know got her on a couple things. Mm-hmm dialed her in it's taken a while but now uh she's competing in crossfit competitions and winning (laughs) in her age group like she has a trophy room you know of all these titles that she's won you know from you know just taking things seriously wow so that's another big success story and she's pushing 70 years old you know and incredible that's incredible I would love mm-hmm. if you get permission from her and, and the, the the burger guy. I'll ask. Yeah, because they've to, sent even me if pictures. You put their faces off of them to, <laughs> just to throw them up, you know. Yeah, I could probably do the videos and just no names, but yeah. Um, yeah, they've both given me permission that if I ever wanted to. I mean, the the woman, she's got some um, overhead presses, you know, that will impress you. You know, <laughs> not not just because she's sixty seven, because the weight, you know. I mean, wow. that's incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really so, incredible. Uh, Andrew, you know, so, you know, obviously we, we talked before the show and mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, you know, I hate to bring this part up. You did have a, a tragedy recently in your life and I just yeah. wanted to give you a chance to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's kind of the flip side, you know, mm-hmm. of this whole thing. Um, I did, I, I lost my father on Monday, you know, and it's still kind of, you know, new and fresh and, you know, unfortunately, you know, being in the industry that I've been in for as long as I have and seeing so many success stories, um, you know, to try to get my father, you know, to take his health seriously and, you know, to change things about his diet, you know, and get on medication. You know, it was very, very difficult. He was, he was a very stubborn guy, mm-hmm. you know, and I really, truly believe that, you know, if he had taken things, you know, more seriously and, you know, gotten on a regimen and become monitored and, and taken things more seriously, that he would still be here, you know, and, really? and that's, that's not just me and my, you know, hopefulness, you yeah. know, it's watching the way that he degraded and how quickly he did. You know, and and hearing other stories from other people in similar situations, you know, and I just don't think that his body was prepared to deal with, you know, what he had to deal with because of, you know, his, I mean, he's the kind of guy who used to joke about eating broccoli, you know, he's like, ah, now that stuff will kill you. You can't eat that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dad, maybe maybe some more broccoli <laughs> would have helped. Yeah. But you know, well, yeah. you're you're in my prayers. Your family's in my prayers. And thank I just you. Want to thank you for your courage. To, you know, not even a week ago to be able to come on and talk about that and and yeah. use that yeah. story to to help our listeners and viewers to uh, yeah. you know help not only themselves but as as you're mm-hmm. clearly alluding to their family members. You know, their yeah. their their family members, whether they be their their spouses yes. or their their you know uncles, aunts, 
fathers, grandfathers, grandmothers, and so forth. Your 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 uh, products and your treatments can help people in all age ranges, right? All age ranges, exactly. Yeah, and you know, I really wished that the story about my father would have been, you know, like a, a great comeback. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it just didn't end up that end up that way. So unfortunately, you know, maybe talking about it like this can help somebody convince their father, you know, that hey, it's time you started taking this seriously because I want you to be here for your grandkids, you know, that kind of thing. So I guess you're kind of alluding to the fact that it's it's never too late to start to to turn your health around, right? No, it's never too late. It's never too late. There's always something that you can fix, <laughs> right, you know, right, right. you know, that there's, um, there's so many new peptides that are coming out. It seems like every single day, you know, that are just designed to prolong life and to extend health and, you know, make things just easier on the human body. Um, like, uh, like I said, we could probably do a series of shows on the different ones, but there are some that are out there now, uh, that actually lower the age of your body's cells. So they really truly are anti-aging. They revert mm -hmm. the aging process and make the cells younger. Right. So, and mm -hmm. you can, your, your uh, clinic can actually prescribe those? Yes, we can. Mm -hmm. Talk about yep. that just a little bit, because I, I, okay. I think you probably just, anybody who was watching and texting, I think they just stopped texting and, and looked up and they're going to be like, whoa, whoa, tell me about <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, so that one is called Epitalon, E-P-I-T-A-L-O-N. Mm -hmm. e okay. And what it does is, um, and every cell, there's a marker called a telomere. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of like if you were to cut a tree in half, you know, and you look at the rings of a tree mm -hmm. and you can judge like basically how many years that tree is old. Right. Uh, that's kind of like what a telomere is in a body cell. The test to do it is very expensive. It's not really approachable right now, um, but you know, a lot of labs do it. It's just, you know, it's pricey. But the Epitalon, and you do it every, uh, I believe every four months, you don't want to do it too often. It's not one of the ones that you do, you know, like every day. Will you turn into a baby um, if you take it too much? <laughs> Benjamin <laughs> Buttons type style? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it won't do that. Okay. But, you know, you just, it loses its effectiveness if okay. you take it too often. So uh, you want to do it in small bursts. Uh, I mean, they're like three week plans, but you do them, you know, every four months. And what they, what it does is it goes into the cells in every part of the body and lowers the age of the telomere. So you can actually lower your body's age by doing this and the benefits of that would would be what more active more uh more powerful mitochondria which are like the power plants of the cells mm -hmm. and by lowering the telomere you make the cell stronger so it's kind of like um how do i describe it so like if you took your old beat up you know like chevy camaro <laughs> and you know put a brand new hellcat engine in it you know <laughs> yeah like that's kind of what it would do like the cells still got a little rust on it you know mm -hmm. and it's a little bumped and bruised but yeah i mean that engine is really powerful yeah, but now you got 600 horsepower exactly know. yeah okay. yeah i'm yeah. tracking i'm tracking <laughs> okay so people people are talking about uh, there's i'm not getting into the vax and no vax and things like that but COVID. And I know you and I were talking before about how um, you may have had some people experience a, a better uh, deal dealing with COVID mm -hmm. by using some of these different things. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I can't 
specifically say, you know, case by case. Right, right. But let's just say hypothetically, if mm -hmm. there were a virus out there that was really popular, mm -hmm. that was, you know, hurting and affecting a lot of people, mm -hmm. there are some peptides that increase the strength of the T cells in your body, mm -hmm. which also boost your immune system, mm -hmm. which in turn, if you were to be infected with, you know, let's say a deadly virus, you know, your body would have a better fighting chance. Really? So it's not it's not like a cure. It's not something that's going to guarantee, you know, prevent you from getting an infection. Mm -hmm. But if you do, you will have a better chance of fighting off that infection, be it viral, bacterial, whatever. Okay. You know, your body just is better equipped to fight off whatever um, invading body is coming, trying to come in. Well, that's definitely good news. That's definitely mm -hmm. good news. And, uh, yeah. you know, we'll, I want to definitely want to probably even dedicate maybe a show on when we can talk about those those different types of things, because the peptides okay. really have me interested in this. And, yes. and, and I think a lot of people will be interested in the peptides. Um, kind of what I, what I wanted to, to finish up on is, you know, just tell me about how a person, what's the, what do they have to do to get a hold of you and to get started? Okay, so if they want to get a hold of me, um, you can. They can call me on my direct line. It's you know I give it out to everybody. Okay. Uh, the number the number is five six one, three four two, five five two eight. Okay. You know, and that that will go directly to my company line, um, and hopefully I'll answer. You know if it's not too busy. If if I don't answer, leave a message or send me a text. I promise okay. I will respond. Cool. Um, but you can check out the website as well. Uh, the website is Hormone Health and Wellness of the Palm Beaches. Okay. So hhwpalmbeach.com. hhwpalmbeach.com. Okay. That's and I'll have all these links in the bottom of everything for, for everyone so that people can link directly to okay. you and, and get that, get all that information. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew, anything, you know, before we close up, anything that I didn't ask you, do you think people really need to know, or if somebody's sitting on the fence right now and they're like, make the call, you know, yeah, not a high pressure, right? I mean, yeah, if you if you've been debating it, you know, and you've been questioning things and you're kind of on the fence, I would say just do it. Just get your blood tested. And just see, you know, because even if you get your blood tested and you see that everything's perfect, great. You know, it's perfect. Right. You don't need anything, you know, but if you do and you see problems that could prevent something really bad from happening down the road and you catch it early, mm -hmm. then it was worth it. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you 100 percent. You know, obviously, whatever shoulder it is over is is what I do is I try to get to companies and get them prepared before something happens. And while yes. we're doing that, we do start to find deficiencies in some of their training, some of their procedures, some of their policies and so forth. And we can fix them and before an emergency happens or mitigate something that is is about to happen. Is yep. about to happen. Well, Andrew, listen, I, I definitely want to thank you for your time. And I like your idea. We're going to have to do this periodically. Yeah. You know, because yeah. there's a lot yeah. of information out there that I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of questions and we'll I'll direct them to you so we can have those those answers uh, and we'll hook back up in a week or two. All okay. Right? All right. All right. So Sounds thank good. Thank you for your time. And again, I want to say God bless you. God bless your family. Um, thank you. You know, may, may you have peace and strength to get through this uh, difficult process. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really do. All right. Stay safe, brother. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening to the Safety Man podcast from Safety Man Consulting with my guest, Andrew Tollender. Obviously, 
a wealth of information on TRT, HRT, peptides, hormones, and ways to improve your health, increase your strength, increase your endurance, uh, make diseases less likely to take hold, and give your body a better chance to fight them. Remember, this podcast was brought to you by the Survival Tactics Course. Go to survivaltacticscourse.com, survivaltacticscourse.com, where Navy SEALs, United States Recon Marines from combat, and American SWAT operators come together to teach you tactics to protect yourself, your family, your team, and America. SurvivalTacticsCourse.com. Stay safe.